Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and it's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is just around the corner, and if you don't know what I'm going to be doing over the break, well, I'm going to be making snow angels for two hours, then I'll go ice skating, and I'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as I can, and then I'll snuggle and watch some movies. But let's get right into what we're going to do for our last for our last show of the year. Uh, we're going to be talking to some new Kids First Film Critics. We're also going to be talking about Guess How Much I Love You um, Christmas, which is our today's sponsor. We're going to be talking about Cat in the Hat knows a lot about Christmas. We're going to talk about Never Ending Man, about Hayao Miyazaki, and also Motor Engines. But right now, we have three new Kids First Film critics in this corner. We have Siaki, who is 15 from L.A. In this corner, we have Nancy, who is 12 years old, also from L.A. And on this corner, we have Malika, who is 11 years old, also from L.A. My Los Angeles peeps are down here, and it's fantastic. So thank you all three for being on the show, and welcome to Kids First. Thank you so Hi, much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. So all three of you are new Kids First Film Critics, and you just, you're fresh out of our boot camp, which may sound like we put through the kids, we, we put the kids through hard labor. We do. We make them right. We make them review. It's a lot of fun. A lot of information is given to them. So, um, Siaki, um, what did you think about the boot camp? I mean, this boot camp is really amazing. I recommend it for anyone that comes and wants to, you know, like start writing. But like, it really helped me a lot with my writing skills. And Malika, what did you think about boot camp? I think the boot camp was super cool. I got to watch a lot of new films that I've never watched before, and it really helped me extend my vocabulary. And I agree with everyone who has been through the boot camp. It really does help with your writing and through school, you'll see the differences. And it was super cool. And what about you, Nancy? I thought it was amazing. It really did help me with my vocabulary and it really helped me also with my homework assignments. And I got to learn more about writing and I got to watch really interesting films. That's what's great about the boot camp because when I started out, it's you don't just say, I like this movie. It's like you get to talk about why you like your movies and you look at films from a whole different point of view. Uh, speaking of which, just to get to know you guys, I'm. you need to pass this initiation here. I need to ask you, what is your number one favorite movie? And to make it easier, to make it the holiday season, what is your favorite holiday movie to watch? Um, let's go with uh, Malika on this one. My favorite movie... Favorite Christmas movie um, is Christmas Chronicles. Why is that? Christmas Chronicles is more realistic, and it has a lot of fun, jolly songs, and the music makes me feel like like I'm in the holiday spirit. And the message in the movie is that you can never underestimate the power of Christmas. That's the new Netflix Chris Kringle movie, right, with Kurt Russell? Yep. Oh, I want to see that one really badly. All right, I like it. So it's become a classic. What about you, um, Siaki? What is your favorite holiday movie? My favorite holiday movie would probably be um, Rise of the Guardians. Because, oh, like... Good. Sorry, continue, please. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it talks about a team saving Christmas and, like, 
spreading happiness to the children because you know like some things make some things come and go and they want to make sure that all the kids are happy and which i really like Fiaki, I love Rise of the Guardians, and I don't count it. I don't. I never thought of it as a, as a holiday movie, but you're right. It's a, it's really an underrated DreamWorks holiday film. I love it. Right. That's fantastic. Uh, and Nancy, what's your favorite holiday film? My favorite holiday film is A Christmas Carol because oh. I love how it shows the ghost of the past, future, and present. And it's also very interesting when it comes to animation and how it shows a man can change. So you're talking about the Disney one with Jim Carrey, right? Yes, I am. Okay, because when you say Christmas Carol, I'm like, which one? There's like, like dozens of <laughs> of adaptions. But yes, Jim Carrey one is one of my personal favorites as well. That's fantastic. Well, we have a diverse range of favorite films over the holidays. All three of them I was not expecting to hear. So really good job, guys. Um, no, yeah, it's the perfect time to check out some great films for the holiday season. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. Today, we're going to be talking about the snowman, 40th anniversary. Cat in the Hat knows a lot about Christmas and never-ending man, Hayao Miyazaki. We're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful L.A. representatives of Kids First, Malika, Siaki, and Nancy, talking about their experience into Kids First. So, let's go with you, Nancy, on this question. What are you most excited for uh, about Kids First? What I'm most excited for is getting to see new films and getting to share my opinion on it and people getting to listen and maybe get inspired to watch that show and enjoy it by my words. Certainly. And um, Siaki, what about you? You know, I'm really excited because I feel like this boot camp will help me to, like, try my best at what I do. And, like, I just, I just want to try my best and everything I do, whether it's review on the movies and like hopefully get those listeners or others make them want to watch it, which is pretty cool. No, I get you. I'll get you, man. Uh, um, Malika, what, did you th- uh, what are you most excited for? I love watching movies, so I'm excited to jump in and meet new people and review different films and watch new films that I probably have never seen before. And I'm also excited to see new people and yeah. Well, I got to say, guys, you're going to see a lot of new people. You're going to experience a lot of new things. And I got to tell you, going to the movies is going to going to movies is gonna be so much different now that you guys have been through the boot camp. Because now you're going to go, even on your spare time, when you're not reviewing a film, when you're not signing to review a film, you're going to watch a movie on your spare time. You're going to call Randy, and you're going to be like, oh, Randy, can I please review this film? I know I'm not signed, but I just want to review it. I just got to talk about it. And chances are she's going to say yes. So I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to do. Um, so let's go to Siaki. What do you love most about going to the movies? To be honest, I really like like going to the movies, like movie theater, or just... Yeah, and, what are the movies or just watching movies? You know, I'm really interested in watching, like, action movies. But now I'm starting to get near that horror genre, which I really love. So I'm really hoping to do a review on a horror movie. Thank you for volunteering to watch the horror movies because not not all of us want to go see them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And I was one of the people. I didn't want to go see them. Give me a Marvel film and I'll review that. But the horror films, no. So we'll leave those to you. You review them so we don't have to. Sweet. Awesome. Great. So he gets first dibs of horror movies. Malika, what do you enjoy most about going to the movies? 
My favorite part about going to the movies is the popcorn. Ooh. Heck yeah, popcorn. Now, are you, are you a popcorn and candy or drinks, or is it just like straight popcorn? Straight popcorn. Straight popcorn. I love it. Uh, what about actually like seeing the films? Like, what do you enjoy most about going and seeing movies? I like, I like about what I like about the movies is the anticipation. What's gonna happen next, or what's gonna happen in the future? What's gonna, yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. So, Nancy, what do you enjoy most about going to the movies? What I enjoy most is getting to see the different types of movie I'm gonna watch, or like there's different storylines that they're gonna give out. I love it because it's all about, in the end, going to the films and empathizing and experiencing new stories, new characters. And that's really what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Watching, enjoying, and, of course, talking about your opinion. So, final question to all three of you. Let's go. Let's start with Nancy on this one. What is the one thing about Kids First that, that was, was something you really, what's a movie you really want to review coming up in 2019? Because it's a new year of movies. What's a film that you are so excited to review? Um, Nancy, let's start with you. Honestly, there's so many different movies that are going to come out in 2019 that it's really hard to pick which movie that you would really love to review because all of them are going to have such different meanings and storylines that you're just going to be so excited to view all of them. That was cheating, but I'm going to let you, I'm going to allow that. Very good, Nancy. Uh, Malika, what about you? What, what's a film that you're really most excited for to review this year? Me and my little brother are a huge fan of Disney, so... My, the movie I'm most excited to see this that's coming up, sorry, um, is Toy Story 4. Ooh, that's very true. Toy Story 4 is coming out this year. Oh, can't wait to see that. Uh, and Siaki, what is your, what's a film that you're excited to, to review this upcoming year? I hadn't really made up my mind because I have two that I really want to review. Um, so the first one would be The Lion King because I want to see how the story, like, I want to see how he grows up to be the king but anyways other than that i also want to review glass which yeah. is an action or horror movie no you're right no glass is a sequel to like unbreakable i'm not Shyamalan. why do you want to review that one really badly i want to because i see that he has really different personalities in the last one um i forgot what the other one was but i feel like this one is a really good one that i need to review so, I have a good feeling about Glass. Well, I'll, I'll put in a word with the, with, the big, with the big boss on campus to see if we can get you guys to review all of those films. Um, well, I'm really excited to see what you guys do, and I can't wait to check out your reviews. It's going to be exciting. So, Malika, Siaki, and Nancy, all of you, thank you so much for being on the show, and I look forward to listening to your reviews. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. With that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Keefa Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Guess How Much I Love You Christmas. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
To become a Kids First Film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome back to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley and this show is sponsored by guess how much i love you christmas we just got done talking to a bunch of new kids first film critics from the la area now we're gonna direct our attention to the east coast we have in this corner Sanaya Rain, who is 11 years old from New Jersey. We have Ava, who is 10 years old from Las Vegas, Nevada. And in this corner, we have Jordan, who's 12 years old from Manzana Grande, the Big Apple, New York, New York. Thank you all three for being on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, um, let's first get to know you guys some more. So I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite holiday movie so um let's go with ava what's your favorite holiday movie i would have to say elf because it makes me it just makes me feel cozy like i just want to snuggle when with a blanket with hot cocoa and it's very funny and it really brings out the true meaning of christmas or just the holidays really and my every time somebody says that's a favorite movie all the I immediately just want to scream, Santa! Oh my God! <laughs> favorite, one of my favorites as well. Um, so, <laughs> um, Sonia Rain, what's your favorite holiday film? Um, I gotta say it's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Um, because it's just so good and I love it because of the way that Jim Carrey played the Grinch and how funny he was. Another Jim Carrey holiday film. I love it. Uh, did you see the new Grinch movie? Um, yes, I did. And did you like that one as well? I liked it, but I would say that the first one, the original one, is better. I'm with you on that one too, kid. Um, Jordan, what would you say is your favorite holiday film? I would definitely say that How the Grinch Stole Christmas is also my favorite holiday film, just because I think it's a classic and it's a great tribute to Dr. Seuss. And you saw the new one as well, right? Yep. 
And do you think the, the Jim Carrey one is superior? Um, I think that the original was just a little better. I mean, there's nothing wrong with classics, you know? I couldn't agree more. Well, thank you all three for talking about that. Now, great films. Grinch of Store Christmas and, of course, Elf. Some of my favorites. I love it already. So, uh, all three of you went through the uh, boot camp, I assume. So, um, what did you guys learn um, while enduring that tough, very rigorous course? Um, let's start with you, Sinai Rain. Um, well, I learned a lot, and it actually did help me with my um, writing because every time that Rainy would um, edit it, I would learn something new, and I never knew what was going to pop up. And for my interviews that I did or when I did just a regular review on camera, I learned a lot of new things that could actually really help me in this program. Fantastic. I gotta say, the written reviews always killed me. I always had to, I had to say stuff out loud before I see, after I see a movie, before I write it down, because I get so excited. Um, Ava, what did you think about the boot camp? It really helped me with my writing, and even in school, we were working on writing reviews, and that really helped me. It helped me with being more confident and speaking in front of a camera, and it was really fun. But I'd have to say that interviewing, honestly, is better than reviewing because, I mean, it's helpful, but I just, it's not as simple when she, when I do the review because she sends me this thing back, which is helpful, but it, let's just say it's not as easy as interviewing, but it really did help me and it was fun. I agree. The, the reviews are, reviews can be difficult and take some time. I love to interview people. That's my that's my favorite thing to do because just get to talk to them, ask some questions, get to know people, you know, like all three of you, which I'm excited to get to know some more. Uh, and then we're going to go to um, Jordan. What did, you, what did you enjoy most about the boot camp? I think I enjoyed all the criticism we got because, you know, I love writing in my spare time, but I had never done it. I've never been a film critic before, and I think working on my on-camera presence was very nice, and getting feedback on my writing, there was always stuff that I needed to improve, and I think that was really helpful. I don't think I ever heard a critic say, I love the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> love the criticism. It was my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> great, because you're learning. Yep. Well, that's wonderful. All three of you got something out of it, of course, learning how to write reviews, learning how to interview, learning how to... to videotape these reviews it's a lot there's a lot to go through in this process but honestly it's like riding a bike well riding a bike with a lot of bells and whistles but it's still once you start learning it it's easy and it's like clockwork every time you get a film you're listening to kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley today we're gonna be talking about never ending man hayao miyazaki mortal engines and the 40th anniversary of the snowman Right now, we're going to continue our conversation with some new Kids First film, film critics, Sanaya Rain, Ava, and Jordan. So, um, Ava, let's start with you. Uh, what are you most excited for um, when beco uh, becoming a Kids First film critic? I'm mostly excited for meeting new people on the red carpets or really wherever. I just really am I'm excited to interview them. And... It'll be interesting because I've never done anything like this, so it's a good experience. I just, that's what I'm most excited for. Wonderful. And Sanaya, what are you, what is you, what are you most excited for? Um, 
I'm really, I gotta say, um, Red Carpet too because it's gonna be a really good experience meeting new people and um, definitely watching new films that nobody has ever seen yet. That's gonna be really fun too. It's, it's kind of, it really is fun to see the films before anybody else because, I mean, like, I wouldn't say rub it into people, but when I went to go see Martian for the first time and when people were talking about it at school, I kind of was like, I already saw it. And people get excited because you get to see films way before anybody else, which is fun. Uh, so, um, uh, Jordan, what, did you, what are you most excited for? Well, I think I'm most excited for sharing my opinion because I think that when I get to state how I feel about certain films that no one's seen yet, I think it's really impactful when I get to influence how someone else feels about a film. Definitely. And do any of you get that feeling that after you see a film, you just your heart starts racing and you just gotta you gotta say your opinion. You don't care who's there, whether it's your parents or your best friend, you just gotta I gotta talk about this film. Somebody listen to me. Do any of you get that feeling? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I gotta say, when every time I see a Marvel film, I always have to scream at my friends and like, oh my gosh, did you love that? I'm like, and he's like, Yeah, sure, it was okay. And then I have to, you know, yell at him for saying it's okay. Uh <laughs> so um Ava, um, what would you say is a film in 2019 that you're most excited to review? I saw a commercial that uh, Secret Life of Pets 2 was coming out, so I'm excited to see that, and I want to review that. All right, we'll write you down for that one. Um, so, Naya Rain, what is a film that you're most excited to see? I'm really mostly excited to see Toy Story 4. I heard that that was coming out, and I'm excited to see that because Toy Story's always been like a movie or movies that I really like to see. All right, Toy Story 4, a great film. Can't wait to see that one as well. And Jordan, what about you? I have to say that I can't wait to see the live-action Aladdin that's coming out next year. Um, because I saw the trailer for it and I thought it looked really like engaging and it looked really magical and I love Disney movies so I'm really excited for it. So many live action Disney movies coming out and I'm excited for Aladdin as well. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yep. So all of you guys, you've been, you studied interviewing, you studied viewing, you studied writing reviews, videotaping reviews. What do you say, it, what, what do you guys think is, I would say, the a goal this year, because it's a new year. New goals that need to be set. Um, what is the goal that you guys want to reach during your time at Kids First? I'm going to start with um, Sanaya Rain on this one. Um, okay, so a goal that I really want to reach is, um, I'm, I got to say, like, just trying to do my best that I can and not getting um, frustrated or, like, just a little upset for things because um normally myself I'm a little sensitive so um I'm that type of person but I want to be able to just do my thing do what I can take the sorry take the criticism well and um learn from it I'm with you Sonata Rain it it took me a while because after Randy saw some of my reviews and gave me some feedback I was like you're supposed to be reviewing the film not me but I learned that it's it's all about growth, and we all grow. It's all that's the whole point is growing. And uh, Ava, what is the goal that you want to work on? 
I have to agree with Sanaya Rain. I really want to get better with my reviewing and just focusing when I'm re- uh, interviewing someone, focusing on them. And yeah, that's my goal for being a film critic. I want to get better at that. Certainly. And Jordan, what is the goal you want to work on? One goal that I want to work on is working on like my camera presence because while writing can sometimes come more naturally to me and writing reviews, being on camera and actually saying it is actually what's more difficult for me. So I want to improve at that and really learn from it. Well, I am incredibly excited to welcome you guys to Kids First and I can't wait to see the reviews and the product you guys create. So thank you all three of you for being on the show, and I look forward to more discussions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can go, um, can't wait to guys see, can't wait to see you guys' reviews. With that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by, guess how much I love you, Christmas. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C. and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome back to the program kids first coming attractions our last radio show before the new year we just got done talking to a bunch of new kids first film critics new critics new reviews a new generation it's very exciting so, we're going to continue our show talking to Damon about Snowman, the 40th anniversary, and also Cat in the Hat knows a lot about Christmas. So, Damon, this is the 40th anniversary of the classic Snowman short film. It's, it's this beautiful hand-drawn animated short that I didn't realize has been 40 years since it first came out. So, um, tell us a little bit about um, your history, Dick. Was this your first time seeing the short film? 
yes, it was my first time seeing a short film. I no, no, I wasn't even told that it was a 40th anniversary. It just said it on the on the box. So it is a 40th anniversary, and and it's just been sitting there waiting for people to open it and watch it until now when they decided to repost it and make it again. Wonderful. And what did you think about this short film? Because it is a classic. I thought about it as, as like a, a nice little film that looked like all the characters acted like they would really act if this was in real life. Like the little boy, he, he was acting like any little boy would if suddenly his snowman came to life. Interesting. And yeah, this is a definitely interesting film, um, short film because, I mean, even to this day, I mean, I my mother shows it to me. I know a lot of my brothers and sisters show this short film and it still shows every year on TV and on Netflix. So why do you feel like this film is so enduring? I think it's enduring because it usually films nowadays are usually all animated or they're just real people acting. But this one, it has no act. It has like one actor and, and a bunch of music and no voices at all. It's just some drawings put in an order and they're played. That's the whole movie. So you think the simplicity is what makes it special? Yes. Definitely. And you gotta enjoy, I think a lot of holiday films are just about simplicity. Same thing with like um, Charlie Brown Christmas. That's that's a simple little film and it still lives on to this day. So what did you enjoy most about the animation since it is hand-drawn? Thank goodness, hand-drawn animation still thriving, at least in anniversaries. I. I thought that it made the film look really good, and I think that if it was animated, it wouldn't, wouldn't be as good as it is now. And all the drawings looked realistic, like they were real, and, and they kept everything together easily, like it was. It wasn't just some drawings, it was just a full-on role. Definitely, since this is based off of a book, and it turned into an animated short film. It's, it's nice that it keeps that, that wholesome, hand-drawn style into the film as well. It's, very, it's still quite beautiful, very beautiful, painstaking animation throughout the whole film. So uh, what did you, the 40th anniversary packet, um, how many stars did you give it? And what would you say is the age range? I would give it like four out of five stars. And I would... Uh, I was recommended for ages like four to nine because not not many older kids really like the silent film, but some do, and maybe the adults might like it too. And but it's really a children's movie. Well, call me a child. I still love these type of films, so I'll definitely check it out for like a little gift with some friends of mine. So thank you so much. Damon, for talking about the 40th anniversary of The Snowman. You're welcome. This film is out on DVD now, so please go check it out. Get the original or get the 40th anniversary edition as a special little stocking stuffer. With that said, 
Um, you keep listening to Kids Best Coming Attractions. We were just talking about the Snowman 40th anniversary. We're going to continue talking about Never Ending Man and Mortal Engines. But right now, we're going to continue talking to Damon about Cat in the Hat. Knows a lot about that Christmas edition. So, um, Damon, tell us a little about this DVD packet of episodes. And it's not actually not a DVD packet. Oh, really? It's a movie. Oh, I thought it was the actual show, because I remember the Cat in Hat knows a lot about that kind of show. And it's actually a full movie Christmas special that's like an hour long. Oh, fantastic. Well, tell me about this Christmas special. Well, it's basically where one one reindeer named Ralph, he accidentally got off at the wrong stop after the cat's Christmas party. Because he really loves Christmas. So they have, so the cat, Nick and Sally must bring him back to his home before Christmas so he can be with his family. That was a cute story. I love it that, that Dr. Seuss always has to be a part of Christmas. I mean, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas is Dr. Seuss's number one Christmas story. And that's the one everyone knows. And then Cat in the Hat's like, no, I need my Christmas movie. Let me get in on this. So... It's good that he gets his own Christmas film as well. So what did you think about the animation in this film, since we were talking, just talking about animation? The animation looked like all the TV shows would, like the book, too. And so they had all, all of the characters drawn the same way they were in the book. They had dolphins, elephants, crabs. They, they had basically all the animals. That we use. So it's a it's a zoo of animation, basically. They really they pull up they pull all the stops of animation. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it sounds it's, looking at the show and looking at the film, it looks like they of course are staying faithful to Dr. Seuss's wacky and strange designs and of course his humor as well. So um what did you enjoy most about this film? I I really liked a part I really liked a, one of the parts in the movie where it, it was basically what happened was the the a mouse, I'm not, it's around the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically a mouse was stuck inside somewhere and so they had to try to get, get him out, her out. So they... So they had to find loads of different ways to find out where the mouse, which tube the mouse actually was in, so they could blow blow her out. That the way she was just like help me throughout the entire thing, and in like a tiny voice, while the two tiny Sally and Nick were in there too. They they had to, they were she was really thinking. I might die in here. Oh and goodness. and it was really funny how she was really sad about a little thing. Well, um, the best form of comedy is tragedy. So it sounds like there's some great humor in this film. Great for the kids as well. Uh, what would you say is the age recommendation? And how many stars would you give this film? I would recommend it for like ages four to, to, five, four to seven. Because it's a really nice movie, 
And also I rated three to five stars because it's a really nice movie. It's very educational, like all the shows. And it's just a nice Christmas movie, you know. Well, it sounds like it's got a lot of heart, got a lot of humor, some education in, in there as well, and another stocking stuff of film for some kids. So thank you so much, Damon, for talking about Cat in the Hat knows a lot about that Christmas. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. This film is also out on DVD, so please go check out this film. It's another great film for the kids. With that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Guess How Much I Love You Christmas. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C. and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hello and welcome back to the program Kids First Coming Attractions. We just got done talking about some great Christmas classic films, The Snowman 40th Anniversary, and of course Cat in the Hat knows a lot about Christmas, and also we introduce a lot of new Kids First Film Critics. Right now we're going to, in our last segment of the year, we're going to be talking to Clayton about the new documentary about Hayao Miyazaki, Never Ending Man. And I think the title speaks for himself because this man will never stop making films. And no matter how many times he says he's going to retire, there's going to be something in him that's going to keep him going. So right now we have my studio Ghibli expert here, Clayton. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I know it's Ghibli, Ghibli. It's a tomato tomato thing, I think. But yeah, it's Ghibli, I think. It's Ghibli. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're always going to argue which uh, what's the right pronunciation. Anyway, um, coming from a fan of his films, what did you enjoy most about this documentary? Definitely um, how they used like certain like chapters to title each section of the film, which makes it seem more like 
personal for each piece is like a part of Miyazaki's thought process. I get you. And I, I think it's interesting because this film uh, is we haven't seen a film from we haven't seen a film by him since Thorin Rises. That was his last film. And now it's now he's dabbling in what I never thought he would dabble into CGI. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Because it's like he's he's known for keeping that hand drawn, beautiful animation live. From him transitioning to CGI, do you think that's uh, what do you think about that? It's just all animators. It's all very emotionally and physically taxing on the body. Yeah. So I definitely do understand it since he's uh, been animating for such a very long time. Certainly, and especially since. I don't know. It's interesting to see a documentary kind of explore that not only that passion, but that almost obsession with with your craft. And he there's just that never ending need to keep creating. So um, how do you feel like the documentary like tackles that? Does it tackle it as almost as a as a man with a passion or a man with an obsession? Definitely a man with a passion, mm-hmm. because throughout the film, uh, there was very some like depressing scenes where he thinks like he's totally just going to retire and give up, and then uh, also because a few of his like old uh, animator colleagues are passing away, and he keeps wondering why he hasn't passed away. Why didn't he pass away before them? So it's sort of like very emotional and depressing, but uh, at the ending, it ends with a really good. Uh, on a good note. Very hopeful notes. Yeah. Hopeful. yeah. Um, so with this documentary, do you feel like we have a new, a new generation of, of films from Hayao Miyazaki before he... Because I swear he's going to animate till his dying breath. He's going to continue making films until his last breath. So um, where do you see the future of Miyazaki as an animator? So at the end, uh, fortunately, he said that he is, uh, he decided that he's going to make one last feature film and he would rather do what he loves and die in the process of doing it. Which sounds so much like him. So, yeah. and I, I don't believe that's a spoiler either. I think we all kind of knew that he was going to do something. He was going to Yeah, I thought that, but then I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think that's a spoiler. I think it's, yeah. if anything, it's, the film is about the process of how he gets there and how he struggles with that. Uh, so with documentary, again, I've said in the show so, multiple times, I think it's an underrated genre. I feel like documentaries are a great genre of filmmaking that more people need to see because it does, it's a new way of studying the human condition. Um, what do you feel like this film reveals? Because we know about Hayao Miyazaki's films, but do we really know the man? What did you learn more about this fascinating artist? Definitely a lot of his personal life. They show, um, I think his one of his, uh, I think he has one house, his house, and him just like eating and talking to his friends uh, and just making food like ramen and just chatting about everything and how passionate he is about uh, like his next feature film or other films that he wants to make in the future. Definitely. And it's, I, I gotta admit, I've seen some interviews with Miyazaki, but I just, it's always been promoting a film, but I haven't. We we have yet to see until now, the more human side of him, which is exciting. It's a great way to see a new side of um, someone that I think we both admire. Uh, what would you say is the age range, of course, and what is your star rating for this film? 
So I recommend this for uh, ages 13 and 18 and uh, 13 through 18 and give it uh, five out of five stars because it digs deep into the emotional and um, complicated life uh, cycle of a world shaping animation director. Well, I'm glad this is why I love well, I love my job because it introduced me to films that I that go under my radar. And this is a film that definitely I need to see because I think I can speak for both of us. He's such a huge inspiration to both of us and we love his films and we continue want to see him continue his craft and know more definitely. about Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you so much, Clayton, for talking about Never Ending Man. Uh, it's been a thank pleasure. You. Yep, it definitely uh, has. Yep. And I hope the next review is us reviewing his next feature film. Yeah, I, I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just got done talking about Never Ending Man, story of Hayao Miyazaki. And also we talked about Cat in Hat knows a lot about Christmas and the Snowman 40th anniversary. We're going to end this show with Abraham talking about the new action-packed film produced by Peter Jackson, Mortal Engines. Thank you so much, Abraham, for being on the show. No problem. Pleasure being here. So um, this is not directed by Peter Jackson. I feel like people, a lot of, that we should get that out of the way first because everyone thinks like, oh, Peter Jackson's new film. Like, no, he's he's producer. It's the yeah, man who's... Um, that got me confused when I saw the credits roll. Yes. I don't know that. But it's directed by a Peter Jackson alumni, I would say, because he's worked on a bunch of Peter Jackson films in the past. Yes, Christian Rivers was... Um, He's done a lot of other things before, so um, it's kind of nice. To see, it's nice to see a, a a veteran director kind of like help out his protege. Yeah, with this film. So uh, let's. But even though it's the intentions were great, and I'm sure there's a lot of passion and love that goes into every single film, and I totally believe in that. It's not doing quite well at the moment. Um. So um, Abraham, what did you enjoy about the film, and what do you feel about the critics' response to this film? Um, I enjoyed the first scene. The visuals were eye-catching, and that's where it stopped short. When I was writing my review, I had so much hope for this film that I gave it four stars. That was my biggest regret, probably. I don't think it's that great, because the storyline's kind of messed up with all the different storylines that there is in the film. And... It went. It seems like a third movie in a trilogy. That's what I'm gonna say. It was rushed and it wasn't. It wasn't great. It lacked the world building that, say, a Lord of the Rings did well. Yes, it definitely did. Okay, which is a shame because I mean, I always like to look at the hopeful side of films. Even though there's some films out there that didn't do so well or lacked in some areas, I always feel like there's hope in least a filmmaker. Because every filmmaker is going to make a make a lackluster performance in a film, and I just hope that this is a way to learn. Uh, this is a way that Christian Rivers will learn how to change the next time. And of course, there's a lot of moving parts of films. But um, specifically about this film, where did you feel like the story fell flat? I don't think it necessarily fell flat any moment. Moment. It's just you didn't care about any of the characters because of having so many intersecting plot lines. Mm-hmm. I think that's his biggest flaw. Definitely, and especially, especially with a film like this, it's all about world building, and it's, it's hard to manage world building with character development. Yeah, definitely. I, I, 
I would love to have seen more before this film. That's what I'll say. And or maybe like a comic book series, which would have been great. That would have been a great way to build the world before starting a movie series. Definitely. And I, I, sorry, go on. I realize there's books, but it, it's not like people have heard of that book necessarily before watching this movie. So I agree. And honestly, I can hear the kind of disappointment and frustration in your voice that you really want this film to be good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I totally, I know where you're coming from. There's just some films like, oh, I just wanted it to be good. I felt that way with R.I.P.D. I wanted that film to be good. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, what were some redeeming qualities of the films? Let's get that out of the way. Redeeming qualities. The CGI was spectacular. That's one thing. The visuals in general, the, the panoramas made the world look beautiful. That's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there are, there's just some films you just got to admire the visuals. And would you say this is a film you, gotta, you just want to see in theaters once just to enjoy the visuals? Yes, definitely. It's one of those films that you have to see in theaters or else there's no magic. This is no magic. And you know what? Honestly, I, that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with those kind of films. I feel like if, if you just want to turn off your brain, enjoy some visuals... Let's just go see Mortal Engines just once, and then you don't have to see it again. Yes, definitely. That's that's my opinion on this. Okay. Um, what would you say is your age range, and how many stars should you give this film? Um, my age rating is 13+, plus because of some crazy stunts they do, I guess, and, that, and some drinking references. Gotcha. And to 18 years old, and adults will enjoy as well. It's one of those movies, and I give it... Now rethinking my opinion, give it two point two and a half stars out of five. Well, uh, I understand your disappointment, and I think a lot of people can agree with you. But let's let's hope with some more. Uh, let's hope with a with after this film, we get some better films from Peter Jackson and Christian Rivers. Let's hope that they'll learn from it, and we'll get something better. Yes, definitely. Hope we'll get something better. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Abraham, for talking about Mortal Engines. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this year at Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you so much for listening to this show and all of our shows throughout the year. It's been a crazy ride. So many films, so many stories, so many things have happened this year. And I got to say, it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a crazy ride. So thank you so much for listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to check out our latest reviews on the newest DVD releases and film releases, go check out our website, www.kidsfirst.org. Also, check out our YouTube channel of the same name, Kids First on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, check out our video reviews of our, of our critics. And also, make sure to stay tuned to listen to our new critics. We listened to a lot of them today, and I'm very excited to see what they do. And look for reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. I just got to say a special happy holidays to everybody listening. Go watch a movie with some families. Snuggle up by the fire or radiator or if you're in a tropical place, stay cool and enjoy the wonderful holiday. And here's to a new year. Cheers to a new year. Another chance for us to get it right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. Happy 2019, everybody.
thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. 